0: Bismillahirrahmanirrahim. Wa salatu ala anbiya wal sallallahu wa From Abadu, Sisters in a hadith in Muslim narrated by Yaman. He said that uh, he asked Rasulullah about the future. He said, Ya Rasulullah, please uh, tell me about the future. So Nabi Salaam said to him, uh, he said, "The there was evil in the world before my coming, Sallallahu Alaihi and then he said, I came, so I brought good. And then there will be, in the future, he said, there will be evil, evil will predominate, and then some good will happen, and then some evil will come, and good will happen. And he said, a time will come and there will be some good, but that will be colored and adulterated and mixed with some evil. The evil will be like a like a smoke or a curtain over the good. The good will be there, but it will be covered up. And he said this will have, it will have dakhal of evil. Uh, we know this word in Urdu as well, dakhal. Somebody to come and intrude and uh, mix with. Uh, and so the, he said, therefore, because of that, the good will not be as clear as it is now. Now Hudayfa bin Yaman, uh, he asked him, Ya Rasulullah, what is this dakhl? And he وسلم, replied, there will be people whose path will be different from my sunnah. And among them shall rise people whose hearts are the hearts of shaitan in human bodies. And this is in say Muslim. Um, now if you think about this, he's, he's saying that there will be people. What is this dakhl? it's said, dakhl is people whose path will be different from my sunnah. Now, you might say, path is different. So what? Meaning that their path will be very attractive. Their path will be something which a lot of people will follow. So the sunnah of Rasulullah Sallallahu will be uh, will be cast aside. People will will reject the sunnah, they will ignore the sunnah, and they will follow the path of those who are who are different from the sunnah and whose path is is, is the opposite of the sunnah. SubhanAllah, when I think about this today, I I can simply say that, you know, we are looking at such times. Uh, Wallah alam, I don't say that uh, uh, this is the, you know, that I don't say definitely that it is uh, something that is happening today. I am not making predictions. But I'm saying that definitely we can look at this and say, how many of us are following the Sunnah of Rasulullah Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam? Even people who are in the the area of uh, of, of Islam, of people running masajid and Islamic organizations and, and teaching and so on and so forth. How many of us are conscious of and particular about following the Sunnah of Rasulullah Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam strictly? In another hadith, Abu Hurairah Radhala quoted Rasulullah Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam who said, there shall come people who will sell their deen to obtain dunya. They will sell their deen to obtain dunya. Now this specifically refers to people who, uh, for the sake of money, who change the religion, who permit what Allah prohibited, who prohibit what Allah permitted, uh, and who try to invent and who try to introduce uh, things into the deen, uh, bid'at, uh, different uh, innovations in worship. Uh, who try to change the laws of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and so on. That is like selling the deen to make dunya. So we have seen this in the past as well and and, and even to this day where uh, you have uh, scholars for dollars, right? So it's somebody who's, uh, whose fatwa is for sale. Um, they will give you any fatwa you want. Uh, so people who, will, who, who uh, legitimize, for example, interest-based banking, uh, even though Allah Subhanahu Wa Taala clearly prohibited that in His Kalam, in the Quran, and then people have the temerity and the courage, uh lahu, lahu how this is possible? Uh, where they, um, where where they uh, they say no no it's okay you know this is Darul Harb and Darul Harb it is permitted and so on and so forth. And they are they are creating in the Deen rules. Which Allah Subhanahu Wa Taala did not give them any authority to create. So this is a clear case of selling their deen to obtain dunya. Why are they doing that? Because they want money. Because people, somebody is paying them. Because they, uh, you know, they want to ingratiate themselves with somebody. Uh, so they are doing that. And then Alaihi Wasallam continued. He said they will wear skins of lambs to show that they are soft. So this is like the outward appearance of these people. They they will be well-dressed and they will, you know, look nice and uh, there will be people who who have big smiles on their faces and so on. And they will have sweet tongues Sweeter than sugar or honey, so they will have, they will be highly articulate, highly persuasive, very soft-spoken. Um, you know, people who, that you will really like talking to and listening to. But he said their hearts are the hearts of wolves. Right? They shall, they shall come people who will sell their deen to obtain dunya, and they will wear skins of lambs to show that they are soft. That will be their makeup. fool people and they will have sweet tongues, sweeter than sugar or honey, soft and articulate and persuasive, but their hearts are the hearts of wolves. So while they uh, they are smiling, you can see the smile doesn't come into their eyes because the eye is connected with the heart and the heart has no mercy in it. The heart has no uh, compassion in it. Right. So these are people who are in it for the sake of their personal benefit and they will do anything. They will do anything for them. Human life has no value for them. Uh, the world has no value for them. Uh, any kind of thing goes. Predatory capitalism is a classic example of this where people ha- are willing to do absolutely anything in order to become wealthier and wealthier and wealthier. And if you ask them the kind of wealth they have, uh, what will you do with this wealth? right? You know, what does it do for you? They have no clue. They have really no clue. I mean, they, part of this wealth they are using for this and that, uh, sending rockets to the moon or whatever. But uh, other than that, they themselves do not know what they can do with this wealth. And of course, when they die, uh, not one cent of that will go with them, but they will account for every single cent of that. Now think of think how stupid and foolish that is, that you are going to be accounting for something which is not even in your hands. And that thing will have absolutely no value for you when you stand before Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala on that day of judgment. And then Rasulullah SAW said the people who are furthest away from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala are those who have hard, harsh hearts. People who have no compassion in the heart. There's no kindness in the heart. Uh, the heart doesn't uh, doesn't beat for anybody. It doesn't bleed for anybody. Uh, it doesn't care. Right? And human life can be lost and you call it collateral damage. Right? Uh, Men, women, and children uh, are rendered house homeless. They are they become refugees overnight. Uh, they are they just killed out of hand uh, without any reason whatsoever. They did absolutely nothing to deserve that treatment. Right? Somebody did that. Treat- somebody may have done something wrong, but people who are being killed are the people who uh, have themselves done nothing wrong. And yet there are people who will justify that. Uh, people who say, "Oh no, no," but you know. Uh, this happened. That happened. Uh, somebody like them. Uh, one of them. I mean, one of them. Meaning not one of them at all, but meaning that okay, this this person is a Muslim. Then. Some Muslim, you know, king four hundred years ago did something, and so therefore I am killing you today. I mean, imagine. But this is the logic of the world. This is what we see happening in the world. And Rasulullah Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam, he prophesied this, and he said, "This a time will come when this will happen." Now, therefore, what must be done? The key thing is this this will happen so what should what should we do? what what is it that we are uh, that we must do? what is it that we must warn ourselves against? the first and foremost thing uh, in all this is to first of all warn ourselves to say that here we are not just looking at others, we are looking at ourselves to say that the first thing that I need to be, uh, clear in my mind about is that I should not be one of these people. It's all it's all okay to say that there will be people and this will happen, that will happen. But if if I am one of those people, then what is happening? Then I am headed for the for the hellfire, right? And obviously, I don't want to be there. By so, if if I do not want to be uh, in the hellfire, uh, then how on earth uh, is that going to happen? If my akhraq are the akhlaq of shaitan. And that's why this whole concept of happiness, you know, sometimes they say, oh, you know what, whatever you're doing, it's okay. As long as you're happy, it's okay. Now, that is about the most stupid statement that you can make. Because people who are are negatively oriented are happy doing negative things. An alcoholic is very happy when he is completely sozzled, totally drunk, you know, there's there's nothing there. Uh, He's very happy. So are we going to say that being alcoholic is a good thing? Similarly, there are there are lots of I don't want to make a long list of things, but there are lots of people who are addicted to haram, who are addicted to to uh, cruelty, who are addicted to all kinds of uh, you know uh, substance abuse and so on, who are very happy doing it. And the, it it's a, it goes without saying, it's logical that if the person was not happy, they would not be doing it. They're doing it because it makes them happy. But that does not mean that what they are doing is right, either for themselves or for anybody else. So that is why happiness must be uh, linked with what is it that is making you happy. If something positive, something uh, noble, something dignified, uh, something beautiful, something which is beneficial to the world, if that is making you happy, then alhamdulillah, this is a good thing. But if it is the opposite of that, then definitely, this is a sign of the shaitan having taken over our minds and our uh, uh, our hearts. I ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to keep us free from shaitan and from shaitan's evil influence and to help us to do that which is pleasing to Him and save us from that which is not pleasing to Him.